Thanks for tuning in again, everybody. We're back with your favorite podcast, Lucas, Tigers, and Bronze. Oh, my. Okay. All right. Look, you know, guys, Andrew, you know, he makes the big bucks. He comes on here, and he has a couple things to do. Usually he has the intro, um, and, you know, he'll ask a question here, and then he'll, he'll let me do my thing. You know, he'll just let me run. Today he comes on, he says, you know, Cage, uh, I think you should do the intros. So, you know, with, with our guest who I'm about to introduce in the background, we just renegotiated the split of the sponsorship money. I'm going to take 90% from now on. Andrew's only going to get 10. It was 80-20 before, <laughs> but, I mean, he's not doing the intro, so now I'm getting 90%. So uh, I guess I'm doing the intro today, guys, and I could not be happier to do it because we have our second episode of our 10 for 10 series. You guys asked for this back. And after Mint Collectives, actually Andrew's idea, I gotta give him credit. Maybe we'll up it to 15%. We'll be 85-15. I'm working. I give him credit. And he says, you know, what I noticed, even though I wasn't at the show, was, you know, there was there was a, a larger presence of diversity, right? A lot, a lot of women, a lot of women from breakers to business owners, you know, and we talk about it on, on, on a couple episodes now since, you know, that black jaded wolf picture of all the women of the hobby. It was amazing to see that many people and to play such an instrumental role in the show. One of the people that I got to meet is Stephanie, known as Mama Breaks. We'd like to welcome you to the show. Welcome, Stephanie. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here with you guys. So I was happy to meet you. And here's what's fun. Normally before these shows, we spend about five minutes, we talk, you name it. And I said, oh, Andrew's going to ask a bunch of questions. And, and Andrew's like, you know what? Let's just hit, because we wanna, we're going to learn about Stephanie yeah. at the same time that you guys listening and watching are going to learn. All we know is that she kind of came out of nowhere, right? At least that's <laughs> what it looks like. And all of a sudden, you know, it's like, it's like to the moon. It's like an NFT that takes off, right? And to the moon, she's the most popular breaker out there. It's amazing to see her everywhere. Oh, I'm God. sure that's not what happened, right? I'm sure there was a lot of hard work, sure a lot of grinding. And we know that she's a teacher. Right, so this is all we know coming in, right? So we're gonna we're gonna get a whole bunch more out of that. So let's. Start I'm assuming like, she operates with like a 30 hour day, yes. right? Like think about and all no the sleep. things that no sleep, like no sleep. Teach mom <laughs> and breaks. It's fascinating. It's so Andrew wife. has this question. Wife, see, Andrew has this question. Yeah. He asks like superheroes because you know when you make it to the big leagues and you get to be interviewed on our show, you are a superhero, right? I mean, <laughs> Batman, Mama Breaks, all that stuff, right? So you like to talk about the origin story. Tell me about breaking. Did you wake up one day and said, you know what, this teaching thing, it's not where it's at. I'm going to break hobby boxes of, uh, <laughs> you know, wrestling cards. Tell me how that happened. You, yeah, obviously, that's not how it happened, but, but talk about that for us. Not wrestling cards, baseball <laughs> cards. Baseball cards. I love baseball. So it all started with me deciding that I wanted to collect. And this was uh, a little over a year now. Okay. So this is the thing. I grew up loving baseball. I played softball as a kid. Uh, huge Dodger fan, huge, huge Kershaw fan. And I got wind of, you know, sports cards being a thing again. And I thought, you know, I'm going to get my dad a really nice present. I'm going to get him a basketball card for his birthday. So I went on eBay and I was asking everybody, I was like, do you know what's going on? Do you know the prices of these cards? All the Lamella Vaughn cards. Did you know that these cards exist? How beautiful is this card? You know, and I rip packs as a kid but i didn't know anyone who collected i literally had these in my binder i post paste them on my wall i have pictures of them somewhere too that i did that you know and i kind of just picked out the dodgers and like you know threw out the rest not who know i maybe had some justin verlander rookies in there that i 
completely didn't even care about, you know, but so when I decided to get my uh, data card, that was it. I was hooked. Because you went on Mellow Ball? Did you get them Lamella uh, Ball? No, no, I got him some like uh, Michigan State players. So I ended up getting him like a real nice, like Xavier Tillman out of eight choice. I was good at collecting even then. I didn't know that, you know, an out of eight choice card was good. Why That's Xavier really Tillman? Why Michigan State? We're going to go off on that tangent. Then we're going to bring it back to the Dodgers, L.A. Did, did dad go to Michigan State? Is that just the team he roots yeah. for? Okay, went to Michigan State. My dad went to Michigan State. Yeah, Manny, who's on support. our team, is going to love hearing that. Uh, our content team, huge yeah. Michigan State fan, hates Michigan, couldn't be more upset. So you, you already <laughs> yes. won some, some brownie points with the team. I spent a summer, spring breaks, plenty of them in East Lansing. So I know the go. area, too. <laughs> Michigan. All right. Well, listen. So, but California is California where you've always lived. That's a Dodger fan. Yes, born and raised. Mm -hmm. And um, so we went from there, and I got super into collecting, and I started, you know, following people on Instagram. That's where it's at, I guess. And slowly, I don't know how it happened for you, but I found these breaking pages, and they were going live. So I'm like, oh, these breaking pages are going live. Started joining breaks. Started finding rooms. Started trying to get my husband into it. He wasn't as into it for the longest time. And he was kind of thinking, like, this stuff is crazy. People are, you know, same yeah. thing everybody says. People are paying people to open stuff for them. And I'm like, you don't get it. Okay. It's, it's, it's like <laughs> online slot machines, right? It's, it's actually a more like Blackjack. It's like on your dealer, Blackjack dealer, you know? Yeah, it's not only that, though. Like, I was making friends with these people. Like, we were agreeing to come on on Tuesday night every Tuesday and just talk about cards and talk about baseball and I did it to you know people are rooting for you hoping yeah. you pull a good card saying congratulations a little camaraderie in stuff. the room listen exactly. uh, flushing breaks who you know I'm fan I'm a fan of you know Andrew've had them on whenever I I jump on even if they have two three people ten people Ian's on with me I let them know Ian's on and uh they're pulling waddle cards which is funny that Ian got the waddle and he sings and he waddled away you know the break girls sing for Ian you know what I mean like people you know they know who you are in the room especially regulars you became a regular in those rooms it's funny the breaking the way it is now like I mean I I've been doing this for a long time I remember breaking before IG and it was like breakers.tv was what it was called and it was just like a bunch of breaking rooms that you went on and kind of like, you know, okay, I'm going to go in this one, go live. Platinum Breaks was one of the only ones that's still Kind of like whatnot now. Yeah. And Leighton Sports Cards Layton, too, yep. she was saying. Yeah, yeah Leighton was there for a while also. I mean, it's it's amazing to see where it's come. So how did you be, how did you, you know, it's one thing to go to the games and right. watch people play, buy a ticket, and then exactly. just decide, hey, I'm going to get on the court. I'm going to go shoot with Toby. You know, I mean, how, how'd you make that little, how'd you make that little turn? You know what? So before teaching, I was actually a manager at a big company. So I'm used to working tons of hours. But the biggest reason why I decided to leave that job for teaching is to have, you know, spare time, more time with my kids, kind of being having that freedom of doing things when I wanted to. But I've, I've always had the itch of doing something extra. I tried tutoring online. It wasn't for me. I tried I tried a whole bunch of other stuff. And finally, my husband was like, you know, you've been trying to do something. Why don't you do this? He's actually the one that came up wow. with the idea and encouraged me to do it. Even though it was, was like, all lunatics. Serious? Even though it's like, I can't believe people are paying people. Even though it was like, these people are crazy. It's like, you know what? You're crazy too. Go ahead and do it. Exactly. I actually convinced <laughs> him to to um, to buy something one day. And he ended up pulling 
before Cole Anthony was a thing, but he pulled the Cole Anthony auto and that LeBron Prism silver card. So he he was hooked after That's that. That's it. Come on. You're, you pulled two big cards in one pack? Come on. <laughs> That's two screen Beginner's episodes, love. That's what the Cole Beginner's love. I, I can't make the exactly. same joke as I made in episode one about how it's just like, it's like that first hit. You're chasing it. It's like winning and gambling. It's like making their first sports bet. I called Andrew a cokehead earlier. I said that he, he, you know, it was like their first hit of coke, and I, and I didn't want to get you. I'm not going to go down that road again. But that's it, it's, it's how it happens, right? So you decided he was going to get in and break, and he said, "Go ahead and do it. Start your own thing. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's awesome." And he said, "Let." He said, "But if you're going to do it, let's. You're going to do it right, and I'm going to help you." So that's just how we started. We started doing our mean, research. Hmm? What did that mean? Like, cause, cause like do it right. I mean, starting to be a breaker, I feel like it's so challenging because everyone says allocation is the hardest part, right? I've never broken. Oh, yeah. Cause I, I am, I'm kind of a degen by nature. We've had calls. People have asked us, you know, would you guys do breaks? I, I gamble. So I, I'm worried about that, but like, how was getting allocation? How was getting product? Was that? It's, it's difficult. It's a, it's a decision that you have to make at first, knowing that, you know, you're not going to get it. And sometimes hope to break even and sometimes lose. And like I said, when you start a business, you have to think very long-term. You're not expecting to make tons of money right away. And that's the mistake sometimes people make with their perception of breaking, I think. Yeah. It's, so a, lot of, it's a lot of before and after too. To make sure, like let's say someone out there starting a, a breaking business. So you're saying in the beginning to build up your page, build up your audience, you got product and you broke it either at cost or even lost money on it on some product mm-hmm. in order to get yeah. the better product, really? right exactly mm-hmm. well let's or you're, it a different way right she you're willing to on. go ahead yeah, yeah you're willing to you know like like we had that conversation with our lcs grab some product that he might be having a hard time moving and building that relationship with that seller and then next time he'll help you out with some better product that's kind of I think building relationships with people that are buying from you, that you're buying from, that's key too. Right, so think about uh, the allocation is always gonna, yeah, allocation is always gonna be a problem. It's even a problem for the big guys too. Think it's about the relationship of- cycle, Andrew. She started it off by going in as a buyer into these breaks, right? Which gives the ability to kind of watch how it's done, learn exactly. how these breakers are doing it, see some of the things they do well, see some of the things they do poorly, see how they do giveaways, see the things that attract customers. Also talk to the other customers who were in the breaks. So now when she's able to do it herself and she's going to take the, take the leap, she's got relationships with an LCS or two maybe talks to some of these breakers that she's bought from and finds out, you know, Hey, where do you go? Did you get retails at target? You buy it online, you know, and now you start amassing the product. You also, these people who are in the rooms with you breaking, you say, Hey, I'm going to break, you know, I know you guys break on Tuesday, but how about you guys jump into mine Thursday night and try it out. It's all that whole, like, you know, you build it up. Your, your, your brand is built online through this persona, through IG, through Facebook, through wherever you are. And, you know, you do something for somebody, they do it for you. Same with the allocations, right? I'm sure that Stephanie goes to her LCS and the LCS says, I've had this box sitting on the shelf forever. They probably don't have a social. They probably are not breaking and they give it to her and they say, hey, you know, take this off my hands. Maybe she doesn't make any money. Maybe she loses 20 bucks on it, whatever it is. But next mm-hmm. week they're going to call her and say, hey, I appreciate you taking that off my hands. I'm getting in two boxes of the WWE Prism. You know, I'll, uh, I'm going to save one for you at this price. And maybe she makes money, you know, significantly more profit on that than the loss on the box from last week. It's I like bad. it. I like it. So let's activate exactly. some of our audience. So st- when do you go live to break and on what mm-hmm. platform? So if there's people in our audience that, you know, want to support and I know they will, 
let's get you some some new customers. So when do you go live and what platforms? Actually, this past month, I've been taking a break from breaking because I've been <laughs> doing a lot of traveling, but I was doing whatnot on a weekly basis. And I have a new platform set up pretty soon that I'm going to start breaking on to. That's to be announced. Uh-oh. Within the month. Yeah, like yes. your own platform or on? No, else's? no. Somebody else's. Yeah. All right. Well, All it's right. Like the sneak peek. <laughs> ESPN sees that Stephanie's doing great on Fox Sports 1. They, they, they cut a big check. Yeah. They say, Come Can on you imagine? <laughs> yeah, just a little surprise in a month. I'll be breaking on ESPN. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. What's your what's your um, so what's your biggest hit like price wise, but and also what's your like most exciting right like biggest hit like I bet you probably pulled a LeBron, but no one really cares. But then you might have got a uh, Kershaw <laughs> and you got pumped. He doesn't like LeBron. Yeah. Hate him. I and pulled Stephanie a bunch of because. Yeah. He stole her city. I, I I already know she doesn't like LeBron. I don't. Like She's him. a Kobe guy. <laughs> We've never met, right? We've never ever met. No, but um, yeah, I pulled a bunch of Lamellos, you know. And to be honest with you, oh, uh, Anthony Edward, like silvers, like three, four hundred dollar cards. But you're right, the ones that stick out to me are the ones with more of a story. So the best story I like to tell is a uh, somebody, a uh, content creator I met on TikTok, uh, Cards with Luke. He's such a good kid, hard worker, puts out content every day. You know, somebody I felt like a connection to. Yeah, because I try to put content on TikTok too. It's tough for us. Yeah, you gotta you gotta dance while you're breaking. It's difficult. Exactly, you know? it's a different monster. <laughs> so I he knew me from there. We had sort of a relationship with that, and he saw that I was doing a break on Instagram, random division, select mixer, whatever. And he's like, you know what? I don't really do breaks. And I go, I'll tell you what. I'll give you a little bit of discount. Just come hang out. He's a Jags fan. He ended up getting Jags on the random division, which is really cool. He ended up pulling like an uh, I ended up pulling for him an out of 25 LaVisca auto nice. tie dye. Nice. And he said he was running around the room and, you know, just pulling the PC cards for people. That's what's fun for me. So before we get into the whole, you know, kumbaya around the campfire, everything's great and breaking's the best. And she's made like 12 million dollars doing it. There are people listening now, right? Soon. It'll come. It'll come. I mean, this ESPN. So, I mean, right? So, so and, and you're having fun doing it, and it's great. A lot of people don't realize what goes into breaking, right? A lot of people don't mm -hmm. understand what you have to do before the break, what you have to do after the breaks, and how much it hurts your back. I mean, like, just, like, mm -hmm. like, hunched over the phone, kind of doing all this crap, right? I think I'm pretty good at that. Maybe people need to fix their posture. Ooh, but, me. you know, get in a comfortable me. chair. I've never had, like, I've heard that before, and I'm like, my back has never hurt. So you probably have but, a better setup, but, like, I, I'm not a breaker. Mm -hmm. I don't have the deal. And we, we broke, we broke uh, like, a Marvel box once, which is, like, 36 packs, like, a million cards per pack. And I'm, like, hunched yeah. over my phone trying to, like, look at the cards like this. And I'm like, Andrew. Well, first of all, yeah. I'm twice your age. And I'm like this. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, Andrew, my back is killing me. And now I gotta put these things in envelopes. I gotta do all this stuff. I'm, like, I'm never breaking. I'm never breaking again. This is this is not for me. So talk about what you gotta do before, what you gotta do. I mean, there's a lot that goes in. People are like, oh, this is great. I'm just gonna break. The tripod helps a lot too. So even like you said, the setup really matters. You wanna look professional, you wanna be clean, you wanna have your top loaders more than enough. Um, sleeves, all that stuff is super important. You have to have your shipping supplies ready. Uh, you have to have the different types of top loaders. 
Um, if you pull like, you know, maybe a mem card, you don't want to be caught without um, protection for those. You got to get the don't product. Put your, don't put your fat fingers on the V-Friends card. Yeah, don't put your greasy fingers. Somebody said that. I broke. Exactly. We broke a box of V-Friends. He's like, this guy's putting his greasy fingers all over the cards. <laughs> Meanwhile, one of them was, one of them DCI 10 at Mint Collective. Yeah, the my, gloves. My right? greasy gloves fingerprints on me, it. Yeah. The gloves thing to me, I don't know if it's it, personally for me that big of a deal. I prefer to watch Breaking Without Gloves. But I think if I was like ripping flawless, I would have gloves okay. on. Okay, well, I'm gonna tell you, but the gloves, it makes me think like someone's about to like rip a box and then murder somebody. I'm like, what's with yeah. the gloves? <laughs> you know, like, I mean, are you a breaker or a janitor? I, that's, I, but whatever, it is what it is. And I like feeling the cards. I think it's, you're, you're a lot more careful with putting it in the sleeve and stuff yeah. and you can actually feel it. That's that, but that's personal opinion. I don't wanna cause controversy on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, but the, that. Uh, the shipping that's what i wanted yeah, to talk about my husband helps me so much so usually what we do is all um what i was doing was breaking like on thursday friday and saturday night and it was after the kids went to bed so as soon as we were done we would clean everything up set everything up on a big shipping table and just pack together for like two hours so he was already sorting while i was eating and you know drinking water and I was coming back and finishing up the assembly line wherever he left it. So you definitely need help. Packing. It really is an assembly line, right? You got yeah. the sorting tray, hopefully you put, okay, this is this bird, this, this is this team. You got the post-it notes all over the place. Even, even mm -hmm. the stuff we do with the shipping, it's a two man operation. Andrew sends me labels sometimes. It's fun, you know, like it's, a, so it's, it's, uh, trust can me. Can I ask? Shoot. So, and if we can kind of like really dig in. Why do you do it, right? Like you have to wake up. Here you are breaking on a Thursday. The box may not even make you money. You got to wake up and be in school teaching these little rugrats about like math or some shit. I'm going to answer for her, by the way. It was all okay, worth it. First After of all, let year, me say. She got to go to Vegas and meet me. Doesn't matter if exactly. she loses money on every box. I That's made all those yeah. sleepless nights worth it. <laughs> to come to Cigar Night, yes. <laughs> Definitely a lot of sleepless nights. You're right. However, let me start off by saying that breaking is something that I eventually want to have somebody do for me. Okay, that's the plan. And I feel like it's important for me to do it now so that I have real hands-on experience with it. There's so much that I've learned, so many ideas that I've had on my own just by doing it every day. So it's not, it's not something that I want to keep doing myself, first of all. And second, I just really enjoy it. I, and I've done it in a way that has brought me closer to my husband. I, I'm talking about husband. He was calling me right now. Him and I, since we've started this, we've never been closer. Like in our marriage, because we've done all of this together. We, You know, you argue about this and that. And I've learned so much about the way that he sees business and money. I've learned so much about myself and how we, you know, being a... Uh, Husband and wife is different from being business partner, and I've been, I enjoy every second because of that. I think yeah. it's been a good time this, with my husband. So we've done like six hundred, maybe thirty-five episodes. This is one of those moments that I urge people to go back and listen to because, Cage, you know, you talk about how it's brought you closer with Ian, right? Yep. And we talk about that father-son bond, but Steph, this is the first time we've heard that it brought a husband and wife together, and I think, like. I'm right now on vacation with my parents, right? And they have completely different hobbies. They have completely different interests. And sometimes, like, my dad's like, yo, you want to go play tennis to my mom? 
And she's like, no, I kind of want to walk on the beach. And he's like, do you want to go play beach volleyball? And she's like, I want to eat chocolate covered croissants. So having something that like brings you together I know it's a little bit cheesy, kid. You're giving me a look. I'm not cheesy. You know about marriage. No, here's the thing, right? So Stephanie has a different delivery to her family than you have. She looks at her husband and she says, you know what they say, right? The family that breaks together. And you look at your family. You say, you know what they say? The family that bakes together. It's a different thing that you want to do with your family. That's not what she's doing with her husband. You you know, you know they she, never, my parents dad, have never baked. You know, he's not into that Never. Stuff, you know? They're not from Cali. They're from Russia. He doesn't They're want to do crazy. that stuff. You know, I mean, <laughs> no want to eat, eat some yogurt, you know, drink some vodka. Dance a little, you know, put on like weird hats. Like they'll do that. That's where it is. They want to yeah. drink vodka. I want to bake. So we, <laughs> we need, I need a, I need a, I need a break cards with my pops. That That's it. Yeah. <laughs> we figured it out. We figured it out. We got it. We got to the bottom of it all. <laughs> That's good. Now, listen, it's good stuff, and it doesn't surprise me either, right? Because I mean. Um, I'm sure he sees that it's something that's taking you back to something you enjoyed as a kid and it's something you guys can do together. So, I mean, it doesn't surprise me at all. So yeah, he really enjoys the business part of it, like doing the finances and stuff like that. So that's, Corey that's Seager, helpful for me too. Cause I don't like for that. You guys? Let's talk a little bit Who? about the Dodgers. Cause I can see Corey Seager. What do you, what do you think about the Dodgers? I, I, I know you're a big Dodgers fan. The Ker- okay. Just- do you see the Kershaw card? That Stephanie just got. It's um, the, is it the diamond anniversary? Yeah, the you know oh, trout yeah. rookie year diamond anniversary, but that's a Kershaw's card that year. Yep. So it's just... actually the first year he started, uh, his first All Star game appearance, and the year he won the Cy Young, first time. Wow. So. You got. I mean, listen. You know, Kershaw's great, but you, he, you know, you bolstered your teams. But he's a Yankees fan. You're a Yankees fan. Freddie Freeman. I guess I just braided with SGC. Not so good. Thank you. Uh, I'll take that as a compliment. You should have guessed. Eight, eight, five. <laughs> I got SGC. I got an eight, five SGC. Freddie Freeman, the 2011 tops update. I was going to say, yeah. Hope he's the same Diamond. Year. Hope Diamond mm-hmm. out of 60. Card number 60 of 60. Is that like the copper looking one? No, that's cognac. The this, is, this is bluish diamond. Nice. Okay, yes. yeah, that's the blue one. The blue okay, diamond. Cool, it's yeah. pretty cool looking. Now that he's a Dodger, it's kind of like almost like Dodger colors kind of stuff. You know, it is what it is. But um, yeah, yeah I mean, I think the Dodgers. He's going to be a Dodger for a long time, too. Yeah, I think Dodgers are yeah. <laughs> runaway favorites. Especially now. Did you hear what happened today with the Mets, Andrew? DeGrom. Yeah, they definitely. got a reliever. No, oh, the Mets. We DeGrom. Lost... DeGrom's out indefinitely, the Mets. Oh, nice. So, I mean, they're <laughs> the only. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nice. He's injured. We got Bueller. Yeah. We got a reliever from the White Sox today, too. We lost Cola. I mean, Urias. Julio Urias. I'm a huge fan of that kid, too. Young kid. He's going to be a star. Mm-hmm. Young kid. And yes, very. You have a great rotation. I mean, the, the pitching is where it's at. The thing is, the National League got really good. Everybody went to the National League. The National League got pretty stacked. So, But the Dodgers are the best team. I'm surprised that they didn't win it last yeah. year. I think We've always been stacked. Year. And pitching, we finally have, you know, the at-bats, Mookie, Freddie Freeman now. So I have a question for you because I don't want to talk about the Dodgers because they're better than my team. My team sucks. Um, but I'm hoping that we let Aaron Judge go and sign Juan Soto. That's what I'm, I'm crossing my fingers on, you know, get Soto forever. That's my. That's what I actually want as a Yankee fan. Is that, can that happen? Did of course that it can come happen. up today? Well, I mean, not to, Soto's on the contract for a little while. Who has Judge, more money, the Yankees or the Dodgers? It depends like, who, who has more money. I think yeah. the, I think the Yankee franchise is currently yeah. worth is valued more. Yeah, but, I would say 
I would but say that too. So they can not, do whatever they want. Yeah, I mean, listen, you you played you played softball. You played. You're you're competitive. You chat a little bit of like you got a little banter to you. You know, take oh, shots thank you. He's like, who's got more money? You say it. You got a very subtle <laughs> undertone to the way you talk. And I'm trying. And you, and we came on here. And you're like, listen, be nice. Like, don't, don't, don't. And she's she, you know, coming at me now. I don't know. But, so here's here's the the real question, the fun one, right? Because it's what I was thinking while I was at Min Collective, and now we've got a little bit of your story. And I want to get to the teaching stuff also. But you got in this a year ago, right? I'm mm-hmm. sure when you were looking at breakers, I'm sure when you were looking at you know the rooms you were going into, there were no yous. You did not exist, right? There was nobody mm-hmm. that looked like you. There was nobody who was real. There are very few women in the hobby, right? Have you seen a, a big change, small change in the year? And then what do you think about going forward? you think that continues? Well, I did know of, I know of a couple of women, but they mm-hmm. don't put themselves out there as much as I do. So that's where I am a huge difference. You know, I did know there, there are some women breakers out there, but they don't, I'm like blasting my face on your feeds every day. <laughs> but, um, I have seen a little bit of it, but not as much as I expected. I think they're we just scratching the surface on that. I I see a flood of them coming this year. We're we're talking about it at Mint at the Women of the Hobby mm-hmm. thing that we're gonna triple that group next Mint Mint Collective. So without getting into the secrets, because I know there was like secret handshakes at the Women of the Hobby, and there was yeah. you know like passwords. It was Manhattan clam chowder. Don't you don't talk that. about women yeah, of the hobby what, club. What happens at women of the hobby stays <laughs> at women of the hobby. But yeah. what can the rest of us do going forward? You guys have plans to triple the size, the amount of women in the hobby over the next year. How does the rest of the world, the rest of the hobby, make that happen in six or nine months instead of a year? What can we do? Any changes we need to make? Anything we can do besides doing 10 for 10 and, and getting your, you guys out there? Yeah, that helps a lot. And honestly, my experience in general has been super positive. Like, I, I think that we're always going to have those people that make comments. Like, I go into card shops that I'm a regular at, and they're like, oh, are you shopping for your husband or your son? I'm like, for myself, thank you very much. <laughs> so maybe being a little more mindful of that. And I would say just, and I, I ask this to a lot of men too, get your wives involved, you know? And I'm sure there are a lot of men out there that are getting their daughters involved. I've seen so many dads getting their daughters involved too, knowing that, especially with little girls, we love, I grew up loving sports because of my dad. That's something that connected me to my dad. Girls love sports. We're also competitive. We love to play sports and your wives don't have to be into the cards per se, but you know, making it more of a family thing. That's, that's a vision I have for the future. Like a card shows being a family event where women can also gather and maybe not necessarily talk about cards but know that they have a place at the card show that's something that i plan to do more of in my tiktoks and my reels how it could be a family affair that doesn't mean that your wife has to have her own collection but it's something that you know so a couple things on that one maybe because it was vegas i did notice a lot Mm -hmm. more couples at the show mm-hmm. a lot more you know women who had tops backpacks on you know and 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 that kind of stuff you know people going into the show together i think maybe the destination would help but even manny who he, he's he was with me you know the, the the crazy tiger shirts and stuff that we had on um you know he brought his wife and you know not completely into the hobby but i think after seeing it is like open mind to it now 
And I think the second thing that may change that, I think you're right. I think, you know, people at the shows, people who are doing the shows have to find a way to kind of cater more to husband, wife, you know, bringing women into it as well. Um, and you even know, kids. Sometimes kids, it's not yeah. that kid friendly. Yep. Some shows. I, I think that's important. And, and again, I'm going to give credit to, I mean, maybe not his next release, but I think that the cultural releases, the ones that like, like um, Zero Cool, you know, Josh Luber oh, yeah. is going to be doing, you know, I mean, V Friends is interesting, but I mean, if they start to do like, I mean, Bravo cards, you know, like Real Housewives, I've seen every episode of every single show. Below deck, my wife watches with my kids. I can't get enough. Like, that would be cool stuff. Like, that. Selling sunset. Friends. You know, yeah, friends, now. the Friends show. I mean, like, you know. I was I'm thinking still... of like, my mom, my mom would, I don't see her ever getting into cards, but she loves Adele. Adele, yeah. I'm sure she could like score an Adele card, she would, you know? <laughs> I mean, we opened up Alan and Ginter, Ian and I, in one of our Friday breaks. We open up every Friday, and he got a dual auto of Chip and Joanna Gaines, you know, from, like, the house renovation show. I don't even know what it is. But that yeah. was the car. My wife was like, what? That's very like, cool. I know. They're on TV. Like, I've seen, you know, like, so that's the kind of stuff I think that may actually help turn a corner. But it's a very good point and one that now we're two for two on. You know, uh, um, She Collects Cards said pretty much the same thing you know the thing to expand this and you guys you didn't hear that yet because literally just got released right when we started recording um you know she said the same thing like you know talk to your friends talk to your cousins talk to your nieces you know like expand your hobby tell them why you love this hobby talk to the girls in your life in your talk to the women in your business talk to you know you know expand why you love this hobby why you're crazy about this as well and that will bring women into the hobby as well and i think that and was great point. advice like yep. Hannah, yeah, she, you know, a lot of people are getting into F1 because of the Netflix series. And actually, one of my best friends was telling me that she she wants um, Arnaldo card because she saw a documentary on him. So, you know, tying that more of like, you know, women, we love stories more sometimes. So we like to know the background on things. That's going to help the hobby a lot, too. I'm curious. And we try to keep these maybe like 40 minutes. So we'll wrap right, right around this point. But like, I'm super, super curious. Like, how much does it matter for you, the Kershaw card or any card really buy to make money on versus, hey, like, I just love the card. I love the story behind it. And I kind of been buying this for a long period of time. What was the question? Like, what's more important? <laughs> Or like a, I don't know what the question is either. I don't know. Well, okay, I'll rephrase it. So yeah. we have or a like huge kind of running. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but like we have a huge running debate between collectors and investors, right? People who are in the hobby to make money versus people who collect cards. But also, I imagine you don't want to lose money on the Kershaw. So like, what's your approach to thinking about it? I love this card. I love the story behind it versus, you know, I just shelled out 500 bucks. I don't really want the card to go to $100. I guess I just, I'm not saying it doesn't matter. Of course, I wouldn't want to lose money in the long term. I just see this as a very long term thing. Like collectibles to me, it's it's worth something if you've had it for a long time. Like this is a good example. I saw somebody had a, a graded a super bad ticket stub. Yeah. Did you see that? Like, yes. Like going I to looked the movie through to my see stub. Yeah. You, you can't it. see this, but I have a Harry Potter last movie. I... I spent six hours in line with my brother brother to watch the first showing of the last Harry Potter movie. Yep. Now, back in, when was this? 2010, this was worth nothing. And you know, now, 10 years, 
12 years later. Okay. Come on in. It's like, that's my Harry Potter <laughs> cookie. Kids It's all right. Pick that kid up. Is it Say hi. Yeah. All of our fans are in the comments saying Stephanie's a real one. I just think that maybe it might lose. You know, I might lose a hundred dollars on that next year, but ten years from now, I won't. Yeah. So when I buy cards like that, I'm thinking 10, 20 years when my kids are older and I can pass that on to them, they can sell it if they want to keep it as a memory. I, by the way, I translate infant. What he's saying is stop <laughs> buying Dodgers cards, buy Yankees, because if I'm really going to get it, I want Yankees. So that's what will hold value over the long term. I hear it. I can translate saying stop with the Kershaw mom, buy Aaron Judge. <laughs> so let me just contextualize it for all for our audience to show you guys how much of a trooper Steph is. So this is Friday evening, 9 p.m. Eastern. Steph teaches, she works all week. Five. 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And family time, cutting into all that, you're you're generous enough to share some of that time with us. So I know we really appreciate it. Our audience really appreciates it. I couldn't let you go, Steph, without you telling me why. Don't you like LeBron James? <laughs> oh, no. Come on, I, just to a be little bit. To be completely honest with you, I'm not a huge basketball fan in general. So I'm, I'm going to leave my answer there. Okay. <laughs> I, I grew, But up. growing up in L.A., during that back-to-back-to-back, back when I was young, it was all about Kobe and Shaq, and that's as far as I went with basketball. I got to do one more because she's not going to give you a LeBron soundbite, and it's this. Pretty straightforward, and then we'll let you sorry. run, right? It's no, I mean, I, listen, you tried. It's there was a moment there when you decided you were going to take the plunge in this, and you know, you have a support system. You know, your husband is clearly not shipping the stuff out, and the office manager there is yelling at him now. That's what's going on in the background, <laughs> right? Saying, ship the stuff, daddy, right? So, so you got a whole family support system. You know, you're, you know, your husband it works with you on this stuff, which is great. There were probably times where you were like 50-50 on this. Like, do we really take the dodge? Do we really take the plunge? Do we not? Okay, let's do it. You know, let's dive in. Your husband talked you into it or however it worked. If there's a breaker out there, somebody who hasn't taken that step yet, maybe a woman, you know, and, you know, they listen to this and they, you know, they're like, oh, should I do it? Should I not do it? What would you say to that person, you know, based on your experience over the last year in the hobby? You know, would you say take the take the take the jump, take the plunge, but realize there's a little bit of work ahead of you? What would you say? What a little bit of advice? I don't know. Honestly, just thinking about that's a huge question to think about too. But I would say there's nothing wrong with starting slow. To don't feel like you have to take a deep dive into it. There's nothing wrong with slowly building your community, engaging with people, doing small breaks here and there until you decide. You know, get some experience on your shoulders like hey maybe this is for me or maybe it's not for me and eventually decide so that's the best advice i would give but don't be discouraged by negative comments on the internet or if if that's the case i don't know but and there are so many people in this hobby that's one thing that i've learned too that are so willing to help if you reach out <laughs> because people Forget that part. You, It's very hard to go out there. And I would love to help everybody and put as much information as I can out there. That's the plan. But 
the fact that you reach out and make that connection with someone and network, go to card shows, do it in person, put your face on your Instagram. Oh, that makes such a difference when they're able to see you at a card show and say, Hey, you're, um, you know, Dodger sports card collector 23. Cause I can recognize your face. That's really important. I think. I agree. We all need to wear name tags, IG names. Hello, my name mm-hmm. is Long Shot Cards. You know, hello. You know my what? Name. That's a that's a feedback I have for Mint for next year. Like actual networking conferences for businesses, we need our badges with our face and information. I kind of like mine. That's a talent. No one's ever called me yeah. talented before. So I, kinda, I had one of those too, and I was like, <laughs> should I juggle? Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can juggle. Yeah. Thank you. I, uh, on behalf of our audience, thank you. Thank you for sharing the Friday night with us. Thank you for sharing kind of your experience. Uh, and I believe it will help a lot of people out there. And I'm, I'm very excited for people to listen to this. Episode. And guys, find her on Mama's Breaks. Find her on Whatnot. Although she took a little break now to be announced in a month. Stay tuned for that. Maybe you'll let us know when it is, when it happens. We broke we'll, the news. She's going to ESPN. We'll promote it all. She's not taking anything less than a million dollars <laughs> signing bonus. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Listen, we appreciate you coming on. Thank you very much. Thank you for spending some time with us on another episode of the Lucas Tigers and Bronze Oh My podcast. Um, do us a favor and like, subscribe. Now, you know what? Don't just like and subscribe. Everybody does that. If you like us, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your enemies, tell everybody. And uh, we hope you got something from spending some time with us today, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.